The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the very best in darts. 180! Talking darts, this is At The Oki on SENZ. Nine o'clock here on SCNZ's at the Oki, and hearing that music, you'd think we're at the amazing Alexandra Palace, but we're not. We're in a studio here in Parnell. <laughs> You're listening to at the Oki here on SCNZ with Ben Francis, and joining me always in studio is Ben Rob. Ben, how are you, mate? Good, mate. I uh, wish I was here a winner this weekend uh, after the weekend, but hey, I'm still here, mate. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, and the show is brought to you by the Dart Depot. Uh, and later on in the show, we are going to have Andy McDonald, who is the man behind the Dart Depot. He's going to tell us a bit about the journey with the Dart Depot and sponsoring many great players like yourself. Oh, oh great players, mate. Great. Sponsors uh, sponsors the show as well. Dart Depot is your one-stop shop for all things darts and queue. Visit the dartdepot.co.nz. And our other guest on the show later on as well is going to be Nicole Reno, who is also sponsored by... The Dart Depot. There you go. And she's just had her own custom darts released a couple of weeks ago. You know all about that very well. Oh, I know the process. I know the team. And, um, yeah, yeah, she joined 180. And, and the darts are pretty cool too. So excited to talk about it. Yeah, so we're talking about that journey as well. And we've tried to get her on a couple of times because she's had a very busy couple of months. And she competed at the Australian Open early last month. And, boy, she played some very, very big names in the women's game and even beating what you could probably consider to be one of the best players. Oh, if not the best player, uh, woman's dart player to pick up a dart. So um, surrounded by the best and she really held her own and, and showed the world that she is uh, one to watch. So it's cool. All that and more coming up here on SCNZ's At The Oki. But first, we are going to start by recapping the big tournament that happened over the weekend in the world of darts. And of course, the World Series of Darts did come down here in uh, New Zealand as part of a double header or triple header, I should say, because they did New South Wales, Queensland, and then down in New Zealand, and Ben, of course, you were lucky enough to play in the New Zealand leg, and they had the World Series of Darts finals on, which saw a number of the play, great players around the world taking part. Uh, New Zealand's very own Hopai Puha took part in the event. He faced off against Dirk van Dijdenbode. Unfortunately, he lost that one. He got himself up 5-4, and he had the throw on the final leg, but I guess it was in Amsterdam... Yep. He had the Dutch crowd on his oh. back, and uh, Dirk got over the line, unfortunately. And but that was a great game. Oh, it was a great game. He, uh, hopes really showed up early, and and it kind of shook him at the start. And you could see Dirk a bit put off on, on his own game, but the crowd, from my opinion, was definitely a factor. Um, he had big shots, and they were they were right on his back and really giving it to him too. So. A uh, bit of experience. He looked like he enjoyed it, which was a good sign of it. He wasn't angry at the crowd or whatever. He kind of just took it for what it is. And um, I guess for us Kiwis, no matter where we're going, we're always going to be against the crowd. I mean, when you're Ali Pally, if you're not English, you're going to get that kind of reception. So I think it was just the Dutch fans backing the Dutch players like the English fans back the English. Oh, he did a fantastic job, though, because, you know, Dirk is he's a very good player, and to actually push him all the way, take, yep. take the lead and... 
I think he might have had one dart to win the game. I'm not too sure yeah. off the top of my I can't remember off the top of my head, but he, he did push him and that's what you really want to see from our Kiwi guys. Yeah, he had a one two two to win the game six four. I was watching it. Um, yeah, the second dart just snuck in the triple and he was way off on that ball, mate, but Nah, you got thousands of Dutch fans screaming at you, but he can hold his head high. He ripped us real, you know, so strong. He played great darts, and I think that's what we're, we're both trying to do is we're both trying to put New Zealand darts on show, and I think every time one of us gets up there and, and gets the show that we're actually showing that we can perform, so... Kudos to him, man. He, he played well. Well, Dirk's a pretty handy player, and he ended up reaching the final. And, of course, the, overnight they had the quarters, the semis, and the final. Now, the quarterfinal saw uh, Gerwin Price beat Joe Cullen, Dirk Van Dydenbo to beat Ryan Joyce, James Wade over Michael Smith, and Johnny Clayton beating Michael Van Gerwen. And then in the semifinals, Gerwin Price got over James Wade, and then Dirk Van Dydenbo to beat Johnny Clayton 11-8, setting up a thrilling match between the man who was champion down here in New Zealand, Gerwin Price, and the hometown favourite, Dirk. In that match, let's ha- hear how the final moments in that game played out. Oh. And he gets it! So here we go! It all comes down! All the months, all the games, all the big moments... The thousands and thousands of air miles all round the globe. The World Series 2023 comes down to this. To one leg of doubt. Going, you require 90. The luck trouble 18 just puts a little bit more pressure on it. But this is for the title. Double 15. The Dutch were hoping all right, but boy, Gerwin Price really, really showing his class there and why he is one of the best players in the world. Of course, quite funny, we just said that Hopi had the throw on that deciding league against <laughs> Dirk, and Dirk ironically had the throw in that final league against Gerwin, but Gerwin triple 20 straight down the middle and then straight down the middle on that double 15 as well. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, and I, you know, back over the last couple of years, he's been quite... Uh, upset about him not having, you know, the backing of the crowd being quite booed quite often. But, mate, it shows he's hardened from it all, you know. Like, that was a, that was a crazy environment. And he just went about his game and good on him. He might have been disappointed with how it's been in the past, but I think overall it's made him a very dangerous star player because no matter what you throw at him, he's experienced. So good on Gerwin Price, the... Um, New Zealand Dart Masters champion won it all, so we'll take that. We'll take that as a Kiwi fan. Well, I must admit, if I think if that was me up on that stage getting booed like that, I probably would have hit the referee. Oh. Like my aim at the double fifty would have been a mile off. Oh, mate. Um, what do you do? I mean, if there is no escaping in a game like that. What you see on the board is a result of, of how you're feeling. And, mate, they were all against him. There was probably like two guys in the crowd going for him. One of them was his manager and one of them was probably his wife. So... <laughs> And Gerwin Price did catch up with the team at online darts after that match. Let's hear what he had to say. Yeah, it was very tough. Get, tough you know, I uh, played James Wade, which is always a tough player. You know, I think that was a semi-final. And then to get a Dutch player in a final was always going to be tough. And I let him off the hook a couple of times. 
you know, I think I could have been 7-3 up second break, but I kept him in the game 5 all, And then, yeah, always, when things like that happen, the crowd always in the game. And fair play to them, they supported him. But, yeah, they booed me in now and again on a couple of doubles, but they, they weren't too bad. The game itself, when you went 9-8 up, did you think you had him and then a poor poor leg on your own throw, let him back in? Yeah, it wasn't too poor. I think he, I think he had two 180s in our leg, so fair play to him. He came back at me and... Yeah, I didn't hit much, but he played really well in our leg, and I thought, you know, just give myself a chance last leg. You know, I think I got a little bit more composure and a little bit more experience than what Dirk had in our leg, and that's all that counted. The final itself, can you remember the key point where, apart from the last leg in there, there was little bits and bobs in there. What was the bit that was frustrated you most? I think the double, the double 18, I think to go, I think it was uh, 6-3 or something like that. Oh, no, I can't remember what score it was, but the double 18 cost me big, and then I lost the next leg as well. Yeah, and it was just a bit frustrating, and don't, don't get me wrong, the crowd would put me off. It was quite tough, but yeah, that was, the, that was probably the turning point in the game where I, I could have pushed on, put him under a lot more pressure, and then things come a little bit more easier. Like you said about the crowd, they gave you a little bit of stick. Did you have a quiet chuckle to yourself when one did it to him and he sort of like moaned? No, no, I, what I didn't like about that was that he turned around and moaned when I'm on 56 and he did it as I'm about to throw. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it when you're walking off and that sort of put me... I, I won the leg, but I missed the 56 then and I had another throw and, and won, but, yeah, I mean, I've had it numerous <laughs> times and he had it once and he was, uh, he was sulking a little bit, but, no, it was a great game. Take you back to 2020. This was the tournament that catapulted you on that brilliant run towards Alexandra Palace. Did you believe in fate and coincidences? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, I'm a little bit superstitious, but, you know, I know I'm playing well. I'm, I'm not where I, where I should be. I'm, I've got a lot more in the tank, but things are going in the right direction at the right time of year. And, um, yeah, it's all about balancing everything now. I'm missing next European, going into the, the Grand Prix fresh, hopefully. And, yeah, I'm full of confidence. I haven't lost a game for, you know, since New Zealand, so everything's looking good. Excluding the World Series, obviously. That's your first big televised tournament this year. That must be a nice feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's always nice winning. It doesn't matter if it's World Series or major events. It fills you full of confidence, especially when the Grand Prix is coming up. And I know my doubles are where they should be. And, yeah, if, if I can start off like, like I have in, in previous years in the Grand Prix, then there's no reason why I can't go and uh, defend that. Do you think you sent out a real message to the rest of the field as well? Everyone was saying that Michael's won the Premier League and the match play. Do you feel you've sent out a statement saying you're still, no, still number one, top dog? Yeah, but I lost in the match play final and yeah, I bombed opportunities in that game where I could have won as well. I think I've had a decent year considering that I haven't been at my best. And yeah, it's a lot of good things to come now. There's a big tournament's coming up towards the end of the year. And like I said, I've been rubbish most of this year, but I've still been doing all right. Speaking of your best, you're still winning tournaments, another ton average there in the final. Where is the gathering price ceiling? Uh, I reckon in three years' time, I'll pretty much be unbeatable. I mean, everybody else that, that you know is all experienced. Michael Smith, Michael Van Gerwen, Johnny done a lot of, uh, a lot of BDO and Wales stuff there. So uh, I'm really new to this com compared to all those. So another three years where I can improve a lot more and I'll be very tough to beat. Some very, very strong words there from Gerwin Price. Oh, boy. And he touched on the last time he won that title. He actually went on to have a very dominant end of the year there. 
Uh, and of course, with the next big event coming up being the World Grand Prix, and I think it actually starts when our next show is on, so we'll be able to talk a bit about that with Gura Price being the defending champion of that as well. What did you make Ooh. of his comments there, Ben? Oh, man, that's some, some big shoes. He's um, sitting up in front of them. Um, oh, I guess I approach him a little bit differently, um, not to put so much a target on my head. I mean, the higher you kind of set that, the, you know, the further you fall, but... Uh, there's a lot of good DAR players in the world coming through, uh, <coughs> and uh, we'll see what happens. Nah, obviously, you know, you want to be amongst it. So, nah, good on him. He's obviously super confident. He's winning. He's playing well. And um, everyone that's around him kind of competing, he keeps uh, pushing them out the door. So, apart from Van Gilden and that, um, and the match play, so... Well, you would, have, you would have felt his mana up on the stage. Oh, I think he felt mine, bro. Let's just hear it. Nah, you know, he plays with that. He has that aura about him. But, yeah, for me, just another Dar player, um, another one to chase. And, you know, if you want, I guess that, that's what you need to be at the top. You've got to be full of confidence and, um, yeah, push everyone out of the way. 12 minutes past nine here on SENZ at the Oki. Proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. Dart, starboards, lighting or more. The Dart Depot. And coming up after the break here on at the Oki, we're going to be catching up with the man behind the Dart Depot and the man who proudly sponsors Big Rig and the show as well. That's Andy McDonald from the Dart Depot. After the break here on at the Oki. 17 minutes past nine here on SCNZ at the Oki. Proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. Dart, start boards, lighting and more. The Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is a proud sponsor of the show. It's also a proud sponsor of uh, Ben Rob Big Rig, who doesn't have his brand new shirt on tonight. <laughs> Terrible. This, was, this would have been the perfect night to wear right. it. I, I, I'm proudly representing it. I've proudly got the Dart Depot. You know, it's almost etched on my arm because I'm that much of a supporter <laughs> of it. And we've got the man behind the Dart Depot on the line with us now, and that is Andy McDonald. Andy, how are you? G'day, mate. How are you? Oh, mate, it's fanta- I'm fantastic, thanks. And it's really, really good to have you on the show. Uh, tried to get you on a few times, but, you know, you're a very, very busy man. Uh, so it's great to finally have you on. Yeah, it's great to uh, be on here. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. And I reckon you must be in line next to... Uh, get a big rig tattoo on your forearm. <laughs> I, someone got a big rig tattoo, surely. No, but wasn't got a shot <laughs> mate, tattoo, didn't know, he? could be the first. Oh, mate, I, I don't know how happy my family would be. I, I jokingly said that I'd get a Warriors tattoo if they won the premiership, and literally everyone in my family messaged me and were like, no. <laughs> so I might I can try, but I'm not going to guarantee anything. But uh, Andy, it's great to have great to have you on here. And as I say, you're the man behind the Dart Depot. Can you just tell us a bit about how the Dart Depot came about? Yeah, sure, mate. I mean, you know, we're first and foremost very fortunate to uh, have a fantastic team around us. Um, we've got Jazz who runs the shop uh, Tuesday to Saturday. We've got um, Stacey who runs all of our marketing. Heidi runs all of our social media and um, Rapali in the warehouse uh, picking and packing orders. Uh, and then Emma and I run everything strategically. So, you know, you go back sort of six or seven years ago and we saw an opportunity in the market, um, pounced on it, and, um, you know, we've invested heavily month on month since then. Um, and, in fact, this year will be our sixth um, birthday anniversary. Um, so, you know, we sort of just expanded pretty aggressively year on year. Um, and, you know, we've uh, certainly hasn't been without its challenges, especially in the past couple of years. I mean, you know, we've all seen crazy container freight rates. You know, pre-COVID, we're paying sort of 3,000 Kiwi for a 20-foot container, and now it's running at about 
um, sort of nine, nine and a half thousand. Um, and then you've got the production lead time challenges. So there's a massive amount of planning that goes in back end. Some products um, are up to sort of eight months production lead time. So we invest uh, heavily into stock and back ourselves. And um, yeah, look, we've got a really good team around us, um, which has helped us get to where we are today. It's really interesting to hear like all those different challenges through COVID. Uh, how how have things, I know you said about the costs and things haven't gone up throughout COVID, but has there been a bit more of an interest in darts since all these lockdowns? Because I know that was one thing that was really hammered in about uh, the initial lockdowns was about people probably playing darts at a bit more at home and probably take, trying to take it a bit more seriously at home because they had the time to practice. And have you seen a bit more of an interest in the sport since the, the COVID downs, uh, lockdown? So there's been I mean, a bit of a positive to the lockdowns in a little way? Yeah, mate, 100%. I mean, you know, if you look at the indoor games category globally, um, primarily, you know, Q sport, uh, table tennis and darts, uh, those three sports have, have spiked significantly globally and as a result, production lead times um, amongst all three have blown out. And I think, you know, Big Rig and I always talk about it, you know, over the past sort of three years especially, you know, all of a sudden we've seen these incredible garage dart players emerge from the woodwork Um and the competition is rife now in New Zealand. You know, there's some incredible players, um, and you know, right down to that sort of younger teenage um, category as well. So there's there's so many good players that have emerged, and I think obviously through COVID, um, darts has has built up um, not only from a momentum point of view, but um, you know, there's just so many tournaments now, whether it's the club scene. Um, the, the major domestic ones, but also uh, internationally and Sky Sports has continued to um, spike demand globally for darts. Can you talk us a bit about the kind of decision to come in and, and really get behind some of the New Zealand players? Uh, we've got Nicole Reno on uh, after you. I'm going to talk about her dart range being launched. Of course, she's been behind uh, Ben for a little bit as well, and you're also behind a couple of other players as well. Yeah, no, that's, um, that's dead right. I mean, you know, Big Rig and I and uh, Emma and his, his wife, Lana, we've had a great partnership now for, what has it been, two, two and a half years? Yeah, something like that, eh? So, you know, I think the, the key to all of this is um, pre-COVID, um, you know, I was fortunate to travel a lot internationally and that's where a lot of our partnerships were developed overseas. And as a result, we sort of brought that back to New Zealand, had some ideas around what we could do to try and support some good um, players locally and, you know, Big Rig, Nicole, Jack Shepard um, are three great examples where we've been able to uh, work with them and I guess the the goal for for us really is to uh, help these, these players um, from a back-end point of view, so to eliminate that stress around the, the commercial administration and that's where we kind of come in and, and help them out from behind the scenes. And then that allows um, people like, you know, Ben, Nicole and, and Jack to sort of focus solely on their game front end and sort of it removes that layer of stress, I think, um, for, for those guys not having to, to worry about all that back-end administration. And, and you know, that, that's what we enjoy because that's our skill set. How many uh, big rig shirts do you have in stock? You know, you've got a new big order and recently with the brand new shirts, which been debuted, and I saw half the Hamilton crowd was uh, rocking them. So you, you must you must be running low on those. Mate, Hamilton was just a sea of green. It was pretty special to see, actually. And uh, 
we we were absolutely. Sl- I mean, we bought in a lot of stock of of Ben's latest shirt um, with his new logo, which I think looks really smart and tidy. But we look honestly, man, we've just been absolutely slammed. So we're just about to um, get underway with another production order. So yeah, it's really exciting. I mean, you know, if you look at Ben's journey, um, the excitement of, of producing his dart, um, his shirt. You know, we've got his own. He's got his own Condor X flight. So there's a lot of cu- customization that's gone into. Ben's profile, which is really exciting, and I think what's really cool about it, um, his darts are just so popular. You know, there's not many darts globally that um, are a rear-weighted dart, and Ben's is one of them, and we sell a lot of them, not only online, but in our shop as well. So it's, uh, I always, you know, always really proud when we do sell a set of Ben's darts, whether it's a shirt or flights, it's, um, it's a pretty special feeling. 100%, mate. Getting me excited about those that royalty shit coming in later in the year, Andy. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, mate. Um, bro, bro with, with your influence in, in New Zealand darts so far and how much you've kind of, you know, the name out, the Dart Depot name is, is quite out there now with, with majority of the Dart players. Like, what, what, how do you guys, like, lift from there? Like, what's, what's next for the Dart Depot? Oh, Ben, mate, you're full of the good questions. Um, I've taught him well. Mate, <laughs> yeah, you have, mate, you have. Look, there's, we've got a lot of exciting things on the horizon. Um, I mean, you know, there's obviously with, with you, Ben, we've got some additional customization projects that we're working on. Um, you know, we're expanding our range. Um, next year, um, you know, I'll, I'll break it now to you. know, we're going to get a bigger and a better shop. Um, we just Ooh. can't get enough. Uh, can't get, well, there's not enough space right now to uh, stock all the gear. So, mate, there's so many things going on. Uh, the next um, 12 to 18 months is hugely exciting for us, but also, uh, you know, to give back to so many of our loyal customers and clubs throughout the country. Um, and, you know, there's just so many repeat customers that, I guess the, 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 one of the biggest things that blows me away is the distance that people travel to come and see us, especially, which is which is really cool. You know, we had a customer this morning who came up from um, Tokoroa, uh, had one last week who came up from Cambridge and Coromandel. So, you know, those things sort of tell me that we're we're doing something right, which is a which is a good feeling. Man, if people do want to come visit the Dart Depot, people listen to this and think, oh, boy, I want to come check out the shop. I want to come throw some darts. I want to go buy a big rig Ben Rob shirt. Now, can you tell us like where they can go to find all this information? Yeah, good call, mate. Nice plug. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> well, you, you, do, you do sponsor the show. <laughs> yeah, that's good of you, mate. 21 Elliott Street in the mighty Papakura. So, um yeah, we're opposite the Husqvarna Lawnmower Centre. You'll see the flag flying outside. We've got signage on the shop, and uh, Jazz runs the, the shop Tuesday to Saturday, and she's super helpful and friendly, and she knows her gear really well. So, um, yeah, we look, we, we love seeing all, all customers. Um, so I'm, I'm obviously there as well when I can be. Um, so, yeah, pop in, have a throw. Big Briggs darts are up on display, so people love grabbing those and having a throw. How good are you at darts, actually? While we've got you on here, could you could you battle against the big rig up on the stage? <laughs> oh, mate, I think I'd probably choke. Put it this way: when uh, we had a smaller shop, I'll never forget when about it was about a couple of years ago. My boy was about seven years old, and big rig comes into the shop, and and my boy Flynn says, "Oh, hi Ben, can you throw a one eighty? And Ben was like, yeah, 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 mate, no worries. And I think on Ben's fifth throw, 
he threw a 180, absolutely no. <laughs> and my boy Flynn, seven at the time, turns around and says, oh, Dad, you've only thrown two 180s in your life. You've <laughs> thrown it within five minutes. So, mate, um, look, I, I absolutely love my darts. Um, but I just don't get the time to play enough, unfortunately. But it's it's just so much fun. I think the, the thing I absolutely love is that the darts community are just so down to earth and they're all so friendly, um, so trustworthy. And, yeah, look, we, we just love it. You know, whenever Ben comes into the shop, um, people go absolutely mental. It, it cracks me up. It's um, and, and I think, you know, people like Big Rig, who are so humble, um, you know, fiercely internally competitive, but always will go out of the way to just chew the fat with um, with anyone is is a pretty special thing, and um, you know that's why darts is in such a good place in New Zealand right now. You should you should see Ben right now. He's, he's blushing. He's just blushing with uh, all this praise coming his way. I mate, think it's, it's a bit too much. Mate, it's classic Andy, mate. <laughs> it's about him, and he never makes it about him. He's a he's, he's a good guy, and um, a lot of my success of late is on the back of um, good like leadership and. And and Amy in the and aiming me in the right way behind the scenes and that's massively been Emma and um and Andy so thanks Andy I appreciate everything you've done for me mate and um I mate look forward to building on what we started. Well mate, hundred percent. I mean it's been an awesome journey so far and I think um you know bring on the next twelve months there's so many exciting things happening and um yeah look and Ben mate we're we're loving the show as well you're doing a top job. Thanks. I was going to say that. So the, the way I need to get better at my darts game is get the dart depot to back me. <laughs> yeah, mate, I've already hooked you up with a shirt. Yeah, that's true. True, but I don't. I don't have a nickname. I need to get my own nickname. That's something I need to sort out. Oh, well, mate, we can. Yeah, we we can help you out there. Oh, brilliant. I look forward to it. <laughs> but, uh, Andy, thank you so much. Honestly, man, uh, when I pitched the show idea, I never thought it'd become reality. And the moment I got told that it was going ahead, I, I just couldn't believe it. I was so excited. And to have you and the Dart Depot backing it is uh, awesome. I, you know, I've been to the shop uh, once. I haven't been to the new shop, I will admit. Uh, but, you know, I buy from you often, and it's uh, fantastic to have you on board. And thank you so much for everything you've done, not only for the show, but the darts in general. 100%. Mate, absolute pleasure. And, um, yeah, we're, we're here to continue to support. And, um, yeah, keep up the good work. Appreciate it, Andy. That's Andy McDonald there, the man behind the Dart Depot and the man that sponsors Big Rig and also at the Oki here on SCNZ. Dart Starboards Lighting and More, the Dart Depot. It is uh, half past nine here on SCNZ. Coming up after the break, we're going to be catching up with Nicole Reno, who has had her own darts, uh, dart, own darts range, I should say, launched, uh, probably backed by the Dart Depot. 25 minutes away from 10 here on SENZ's At The Oki, proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot, Dart Startboards Lighting and More, the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is a proud sponsor of the show. It's a proud sponsor of uh, Ben Robb. And is also a proud sponsor of our next guest, and that is Nicole Reno, who recently, I think it was in the last two weeks, had her own dart, uh, her dart range launched which is exclusively available at the Dart Depot. And we've got Nicole to come on to talk a bit about that. Nicole, how are you tonight? I'm good, thank you, Ben. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. And uh, thanks so much for coming on the show. And firstly, I just want to congratulate you on uh, winning the uh, Women's Auckland Open title over the weekend. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. No, it was a lot of fun. Can you tell us through a bit, bit about how the day went for you? Yeah, um... 
started off really well. I was really feeling it all week. Um, you know, had a couple of league nights during the week. Felt really confident. Um, had a bit of a flat weekend in the Taranaki Open last week, so I was a little bit interested to see how it would go. But um, no, started off really good. Had some quality players in the section, so it was kind of like hard from the start. Um, but no, I think it sets you up well for the knockout when you have those tough games pretty early. Um, yeah, and then the knockout was not any easier. <laughs> Had a few tough games straight away. Um, Taylor Marsh of Auckland, obviously. She's been amazing for about, I don't know, 10 years. And then on to playing Victoria in the semi. Went <laughs> down to the wire. Um, somehow came through that one for the win. And then, obviously, uh, played the goat of New Zealand Arts, Wendy, in the final. Um, and, yeah... Wasn't wasn't feeling too good about that one. I ended up down two two nil and then down three one. But somehow something clicked and um, yeah, snuck away with that win. Cool. Uh, hey, Nicole, it's uh, other Ben here. <laughs> hey, um, hey Lana's husband. Lana's husband. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, what do you put? What do you put it down to? Um, kind of your your rise to, to the ability that you're playing now, because I kind of seen you in the background kind of coming in and out with, with good games and then bad games, but of late you've really been a lot more consistent, high high scoring, good finishing. Have, have, have you put a lot more effort into the game or is it you think a bit more experience you've had? Yeah, I think it is a, a bit of a mix of experience and just actually like confidence. Um, I've always been one to like get a bit nervous, kind of doubt myself, not really believe that I, you know, should be at the level that I'm playing at. Um, so to have these kind of huge games over the past kind of year, it's just really been that self-belief to think that, you know, it's all it's all happening and it's all because of, you know, the practice and, yeah, just kind of clicking and all coming together, which has been really cool. I must uh, ask you, Nicole, how are you enjoying the uh, recent fame being alongside uh, Ben Robb and having your own dart uh, line <laughs> launched uh, exclusively by the Dart Depot? Yeah, it's a bit surreal. Um, I'm not going to compare myself to the big rig, but no, nah, it's, it's amazing to have something tangible like a darts set. Uh, it's just crazy to be able to look back on, I reckon, to have, you know, a set of darts in a few years and be like, yeah, no, that, that was the thing that I did. <laughs> Even if, you know, nothing more comes from it over the next few years, I've still got like a set of darts and I can, you know, remember this time especially. Can you talk us a bit about the process and, and how that all came about? I remember you were on the station last year when you just signed with 180 and uh, now now you have your own darts out. So can you tell us a bit about the process of getting it all done? Yeah, no, it's been a crazy process. Uh, it was a bit, you know, um, because of COVID, obviously. Um, and obviously with 180 manufacturing in China, it was a bit, bit of a delayed process. But um, it did give me a lot more time to really think about what I wanted in these darts and get a lot of opinions, um, good feedback. Um, yeah, so a lot of, you know, blood, sweat and tears went into these darts to make them as perfect as I could. Um, and I just really enjoyed it. All the process was just so interesting. Hey, Nick, so the game I want to talk about, I think that everybody wants to talk about, um, <laughs> even Hope, I talked to Hope about it as well. Um, when you played Lisa Ashton at the Australian Open, um, not much was known about you over there or, or overseas, but uh, Hopes was reckons that uh, after you played the way you did, 
against Lisa, everyone backstage was like, who is that chick throwing darts? So has much <laughs> changed for you after such a big game like that? Like, have you got a lot more recognition from the from the females over there and, and, and across the world? <laughs> no, I hope I loved it because everyone was like, who is that? And he's like, I know, I told you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was, I was just stoked to, you know, all all the hard work that comes from playing darts in New Zealand and travelling around and then to perform like that in such a huge game. Um, it could have easily just let it get to me and just kind of lay down like everyone really expected me to. Um, luckily, kind of I was the second to last game of a lot of games that night so I was pretty much on the practice board the whole night so I think they definitely had something to do with it um but yeah no I just kind of had to look at it and be like you can either let the nerves get to you and just miss this huge opportunity or you can just you know put everything into it and just really you know make that introduction and your people let know your name Awesome. Did she have anything to say to you after uh, beat, after you beat Lisa Ashton at the uh, Aussie Open last month? Oh, no, she was amazing. She, you know, credit where credit's due, she had to say congratulations and she was had some good good advice and I uh, really enjoyed it. She could have um, just let me have it, but no, she was really great. I enjoyed, enjoyed playing her, enjoyed having a chat with her afterwards as well. And uh, where, where, where is the ceiling for Nicole Reno? Like... Ooh. What is the ambition in the game? Are you, are you gonna back your ability? Are you gonna really chase it, or are you just are you just kind of going with it at the moment? Um, no, I really want to see where it goes. Um, I mean, the whole opportunity of the PDC Women's Series that would be such a great opportunity, I reckon. Um, and to get over there and you know play those ladies on a consistent basis would, I think, be such an exciting opportunity and would really you know, maybe take it to that next level with my darts, um, having those consistent opponents every week or, you know, something like that. Um, but, yeah, I think definitely overseas at some point. But, yeah, who knows? Now that COVID's gone, it's kind of like, you know, the world's the oyster now. <laughs> well, it wasn't only Lisa Ashton who you played over. The, the other big name you played and you reached the semifinals at the Aussie Open, you played the reigning world champion, uh, Bo Greaves, who I think afterwards returned to England and then won four straight <laughs> women's series events which was a record in itself so you know you are how is it getting these opportunities playing the, the best woman out there i know it's crazy eh? um i think because i've been playing darts for so long like it's been it's crazy to say but it's been about 15 years now um i've always looked at these lady players as like these huge superstars so to kind of be almost playing amongst them now is like a bit of a learning curve. Um, you kind of you can't just sit back and watch and just appreciate the tights. You've actually got to, you know, play against them and you know go for the win. Uh, I'm assuming that your probably your main goal for the rest of the year would be to qualify for the uh, women's world champs. I don't know where exactly that's based, but what else have you got on your radar for the rest of 2022? Yeah, so we'll finish off the. New Zealand Art Council circuit. Um, there's a few more games in Hastings, Dunedin, all those good places. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, we'll be heading over to the Netherlands uh, for the WDF World Masters in December. I'm um, really looking forward to that. 
And, you know, if we get a spot in the World Champs, then we'll be jumping at that opportunity too. It's just, you know, a matter of time, matter of dates, all that good stuff. Will you be leaning on the uh, some advice from a man who's been to the World Champs before? I'm sitting right <laughs> twice, in front of me. Twice. twice sorry, twice. <laughs> who's sitting right in front of me. <laughs> twice. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Ben's always got something good to say, some good advice. Um, I think it was a bit of the reason I got there in the South Island Masters. He kind of told me to pull my head in a bit when I was missing some crucial doubles. Um but yeah, no, always good to have Ben in your corner. He's always got something good to say. Going to take a few set of darts over with you to, to, to Sal, get a bit of pocket money? A bit of pocket money, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, yeah, um, nah, good. for yourself and the rest of the ladies in New Zealand, um, once you told me, I never really look at the prize money for the woman. I'm just kind of, what's first prize at a tournament? But, I mean, you guys are really doing it tough. Uh, 400 for the winner. Um you know, majority of competitions not paying that much and it's, you know, on the back of probably, you know, like yourself working and support from clubs and, and, and family. Um, it's credit to all the women in New Zealand darts that really back themselves and to give it a go because I'm quite lucky and fortunate that if I, if, if I win, I can kind of fund the next trip, but you guys are just kind of going one by one. So, you know, good on you, Nick. And, um, you know, people like Wendy and that in front of you that have led the way, uh, Man, I think we had to look at that kind of thing, maybe splitting the prize money or something, but it needs to be equal opportunity because the girls are just pro- are providing just as much opportunity as the men, so get on your neck. Yeah, no, nah, thank you. I won't forget your face when I told you the prize money yesterday. <laughs> it, was, it was good fun. <laughs> I can see it. I can actually see it right now, so I can a very good example of what that was like. But, uh, uh, Nicole, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been great talking to you and uh, all the best for the rest of the year, eh? Cheers. Thank you, guys. Catch you later. Now, that there was Nicole Renault talking a bit about her... Oh, she's had a very busy schedule lately, playing in the Aussie Open, winning uh, the Auckland Open, having her own darts uh, darts range launch. I'm mumbling that a bit. (laughs) Getting my words tied up a bit there, but it's terrible. One day you might understand the process, (laughs) Evan. Oh, no. No, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to probably take a bit of work and you might need to you know, pull my head out of my ass for that to happen. But, uh, from the sounds of it, Ricardo was just telling me off air that uh, Andy's got the, got the nickname for me already. He's got the shirt. He's getting the shirt already made. So very quick process. Yep. This might take a bit of time to, uh, to get made. But we are 14 minutes away from 10 here on at the Oki, brought to you by the Dart Depot. After the break... I've got a bit of news to reveal. This is going to be a bit exciting, and I Ooh. might need the uh, the advice of uh, the man sitting next to me in Ooh. terms of how I can handle it. We'll reveal what that is after <laughs> oh, the break dude. here on At The Oki. Nine minutes away from ten here on SNZ At The Oki. That's Pink Panther music. I mean, something That's mysterious so is going on, eh? That's so good. It had me wondering, Ooh, what's going on here? So I teased just before the last break that I got a bit of a little announcement to make. It's not a massive announcement. It's not like, you know, life-changing or anything like that. A World Cup announcement like we did last time. No, it's not not as good as that. But we've had some pretty good uh, reveals on the show, you know, when Joe Cullen and Johnny Clayton were coming down. And just among them, we had some great prizes to give away as well. So there's been lots of great reveals on the show. But this one's, I think, good in its own right. Tops them all almost. Tops them all. I think so. Tops them all. Wow, jeez. Putting a bit of pressure on me, mate. <laughs> all right, so I've got my uh, got my statement here in front of me. Dear the dark community, I, Ben Francis, would like to announce that after talking darts and no one's seen me play darts, really, well, not many people have seen me play darts, I am declaring that I will be taking part in the Dart Players New Zealand 
event this weekend. I don't know which one, Saturday or Sunday. Pro, pro Tour. Pro Tour. I'm going to be competing against the best in New Zealand, giving these guys the chance to absolutely humiliate me, and all will be, all will be revealed on the next show in terms of how that goes. Oh. So I'm, I'm going to be taking part in my first EPNZ Pro Tour event. I'm just doing one event. I don't think I can get both weekend days off work, but we're going to give it a crack. We're going to see how I test myself against some of the best players in New Zealand, and I am absolutely petrified. And um, Birkenhead will be the first New Zealand dart tournament, the pro dart tournament, that is uh, officially scored uh, electronically. So I will print out every single game you play with every dart you throw, and we will be able to pick apart your performance over the weekend. That's even that's another reason why I'm more petrified because <laughs> I, I went along. I went along to. Uh, Oh, which one was it? I went along to Papakura, and unfortunately, it was all done on chalk, and I thought, great, now I can just say, oh, I did all right, but now I'm literally going to get crucified. Yeah. I remember when 12-year-old Lionel almost had a 180, so it's a lot of pressure on you to put, put 180s. It'll all be there, stats, 140s, 180s, 100s. It's all there. We can all look back at it at the end of the weekend oh. and see how we all played. So, Got any advice? Be confident. Um, a lot of people in that room know who you are now, so it's an extra target on your head. So uh, play with pressure, see how you go. Bring an, bring an extra set of undies because it might get dangerous. <laughs> I better go do some washing then. <laughs> Jeez, I, I was hoping for a bit more en- encouragement, you know. I, I Literally, my standards are so low. I just want to win a game. That, that's all. I just want to win a single game, and I'll, uh, to me that would be a success. Mate, DPNZ for me have the best tournament in the country. It's first to four. You get you get to play at least four games against the country's best. You're going to get a lot of game time to really see where you're at. So you got to know where you're at, whether you're going to be amazing or you're not. We're all going to know on Sunday morning. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but that's quite. Looking, I'm looking forward to it, but I am nervous. Uh, we have had a text come through here on double eight double three from Victoria, and they, Victoria says, "I popped into the dart depot the other day and was given your darts to try. I'm assuming your darts because I haven't got mine, haven't got mine yet. Uh, twenty two grams and twenty six grams. I normally play with nineteen grams, and they're a very similar shape. Have you tried any other weights?" I said, "By the way, I did hit a one eighty and an extra twenty with your four darts. Have I tried any other weights? Yeah, oh, like making them." Or make, making them, throwing them? No, not really. I kind of have set uh, weight in 25. So uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, as always been told. So I don't like tinkering too much. I kind of like the way I'm playing at the moment. We have a set of like 36 gram ones out in the office. Oh, man. Uh, Mike King throws nine gram darts. Nine. Nine grand. Nine. Nine. How Nine. on earth do you aim them? I don't know, but he's a pig hunter. He's got the biggest hands in darts, and you can't even see his dart when he holds it. So I don't know what's going on. But, hey, each to their own. Mate, it's been a privilege and a pleasure. Always, mate. For you being in here. And uh, I look forward to taking uh, some money off you on uh, Saturday. If you Sunday. win two games, I will buy you a case of Coca-Cola. There you go. Wow. You've heard it here. I, I, I was hoping for something. Breaking but, news. That's uh, definitely the motivation I need, <laughs> but I'm not... But thank you very much. I'll, I'll do my best. But now that's all we've got time for here on Add the Yockey here on SENZ. Ben Francis here with Ben Rob. We'll be back in two weeks.